Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Friday, 11.35, that means Tech Talk. Uh, and, of course, brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine. Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM3 and FPM, is with us here in studio. How's it going today? I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. Yeah. I, I got a lot of stuff I want to talk about here. <laughs> There's uh, lots happening in tech. Tons of things you know, I want to get into. Uh, you can watch, uh, uh, you're on Facebook. You're just setting yeah. up right now. So you yeah, can we're all going. live. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're we can see that. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm going to go right down, because I know you want to talk about some of the autonomous driving vehicles and things yeah. of that nature, but first of all, I want to talk to you about YouTube TV. Yeah. Because I mentioned a couple of weeks ago on the program that uh, one of the greatest gifts I got for Christmas uh, of all time uh, was our daughter got us the, the Roku that uh, that we use. And, and uh, we just, and I, I remember I always used to say, oh, I don't watch much TV. Right. I, do, I do now. Because <laughs> you can, it's the, yeah. the universe is before you. And it's available in all shapes, colors, and, and, and options of programs around the world. I mean, uh, I, I think it's great. I mean, with YouTube, YouTube Live is now the new one that yeah. we, we, we've seen. And, you know, it's, it's funny we talked about this before in some of the uh some of the programs that we have available or that are available out there you know right now for 35 dollars us a month you can have every american channel you'll get the you'll get the super bowl commercials i think it's the only thing i hear the most people complain about is during the super bowl is you never see the commercials until you go to youtube after uh after the program right so this is now the chance for 35 dollars if you go to youtube uh you can now watch your entire programming and it connects with roku so now you can connect it to any smart tv it's it's got all the amenities you ever need yeah as we mentioned before because i got a lot of response when we talked about roku uh, some of the stuff you have to pay for, some of the yeah, services that you right. have to pay for, some of the sports channels, et cetera, yep. uh, and, and obviously with YouTube TV. But it's 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 not that much, and a lot of the stuff is free. Uh, the, some of the movie channels and things of that nature. Yeah. It's it's a it's it's a great great way to watch TV. And as, as we talked about before, this really really is putting the pressure on the cable TV providers up here in this country because they've been getting away for a long long time now, charging way too much and not giving us much in the way of product. <laughs> And uh, yeah. it's, uh, boy, karma's a, well, you know the rest well, of the <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, and it's been one of those, you got to change with the times. And I think, you know, as far as, bu- this is, this goes business 101. I'm teaching at Mohawk again. And, you know, I'm teaching this to the sales kids, uh, kids, They're most of them are adults. Uh, but I'm teaching them to the, the kids about, you got to change your business model. And I think we said that before with Kojiko and all of the opportunities that were available. And, and they have migrated, but a lot slower. I mean, one of the comments I do want to address is that, YouTube TV and Roku and all that, they're missing a very key component. Canadian television. Yeah. CBC's not on there. Uh, CHCH isn't on there. I mean, I, I bought a digital, uh, one of those digital plug-in antennas to try and uh, 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 watch my local television. But this is the kind of stuff, you know, Canadian programming is phenomenal product. It needs to get out there. I mean, it's not just on Netflix. It's got to get out and uh, be able to negotiate on that. I'm, I'm actually, I was looking at all of the options of the networks that are available to watch. And I'm like, you know what? There should be CBC. That should be an option. So anyway, I, I, I voice the fact that if they don't start getting with the times... I, I think they will eventually. They well, have to. Eventually. I mean, we're all going to be so tied into other programming, it's it's going to be almost impossible to come back to that opportunity to bring uh, uh, Canadian programming up, uh, up to the level. I mean, thank goodness 900 CHML is technologically advanced to the point where on Facebook, in addition to the on-air component, and you've got your uh, HD uh, radio going on. So, I mean, kudos to the radio industry. It's still going to have a, a great foundation for wherever happens. 
happens in the future. But TV, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually quite concerned about Canadian programming. Well, that's uh, we'll tackle that and see where we can get these. Uh, but for now, I'm just going to enjoy it over the weekend. That's right. A Soak couple of weeks ago, uh, we we talked about Elon Musk coming out with his driverless uh, transport trucks. That's right. Yes. Remember the, the yep. beautiful that's vehicle right. that he showed? Yep. And we thought, boy, I guess they're going to develop that pretty soon. Suncor is already using something like that. This or, is, yeah. I mean, a lot of news in politics right now in Alberta. We've been hearing a lot about you know oil, sands, and refineries moving to Texas. What I thought was interesting is Suncor is actually already leaping it, and it makes sense. They're using a lot of their heavy machinery, their trucks, uh, a lot of their transportation vehicles, a lot of their backhoes. They're all autonomous. They're actually actively running these vehicles out in the oil sands, which you figure that if something goes awry, no one's going to get damaged. A big heavy truck driving down a dirt path between one location to another is uh, not going to cause too much damage. But right now, uh, Alberta has uh, a lot of autonomous heavy equipment vehicles that are currently operational. Now, they're not doing much more than going from point A to point B, and there's not a lot of turns or, or a lot of obstacles that you could look at. What I felt was interesting is the fact that these vehicles are being tested in a very northern uh, environment in northern on uh, Alberta. Um, no one's really speaking to the fact that, you know, uh, autonomous driving and electric vehicles, which I'll, I'll get to my next point I want to uh, address, all run off a battery, a battery that tends to usually not like cold temperatures. And uh, and I've been seeing that a lot on Facebook where people's phones are dying quickly yeah. in this minus 13 and uh, minus 14 degree temperature. This is a big thing. And this is yet to be solved in regards to being able to create an actual uh, operation of heavy equipment that can last a long time. I mean, you know, you throw a, a, a couple diesel pounds or liters of fuel in there, you're pretty much good to go for, who knows, maybe so many kilometers or so many hours. Electric, though, does have a life shelf, especially in minus, I don't. I haven't been to northern Alberta, but I'm willing to bet it's getting kind of chilly on those oh, yeah, batteries. Yeah. So it's, it's a good test, and it's interesting to see that this is actually uh, uh, in motion as we speak. All right, well, let's stay on that theme about, about batteries yeah. and cold weather. Because uh, uh, Jaguar has come out with something. Now, this is a luxury car. Yes. Uh, I, I've heard mixed reviews about the old Jaguars, okay? Yeah. Our, our good friend Bob Bertini used to drive yes, one years he was ago, a, remember? Always a massive and, big And I said, yeah. you got rid of it at one point. I said, you're not driving anymore. He says, well, he says, yeah, I had to go to the garage to visit it all the time. Because uh, I, I guess there was always some problems. It's pretty right. expensive. Yeah. But, but they're cutting edge now with what they've developed. I don't give Jaguar enough attention. I don't. I don't give it enough attention. I, I mean, they're a gorgeous vehicle. I always... And the same thing, it's funny you say that. Jaguars just, they break. I just kind of look at it as they, they always break down. Now that is the old, that's kind of like saying a Hyundai always breaks with the pony, you know, and, and, and that's not the case at all. But Jaguar's been doing a lot of testing and they're really trying to brag quite a bit. This past week they've announced that they were, they actually didn't announce, they showed a, a showcase of six SUV fully electric vehicles uh, in northern Norway doing the test uh, in the case of proving that their batteries in these vehicles can last uh, uh, quite uh, through retrous temperatures. So they were showing it uh, driving across the winter and they had a time clock on it. What was interesting is that these 10 vehicles are 100% electric. Uh, just talking to the yeah. fact that, you know, northern climates and, and, and colder temperatures. So have they mastered like this idea about the, the battery? They claim that they, they can get up to two days without charge to be able to, uh, uh, that you can get in your vehicle in negative, they say 35 degree temperatures, push the button. I was going to say turn the key, but you don't turn keys anymore, no. but push the button and it will start. Why that's important is that in a Tesla, 
Tesla does not like the cold. I mean, what all the testing that Elon Musk has done with the Tesla, nah, they haven't really gone uh, much further than California when it comes to actually operating. And a lot of people with Teslas can, can testify. You got to plug those suckers in regularly, especially when you start to hit that negative uh, five degree to negative 10 degree, just to keep the battery warm. Uh, and, and, you know, because it is an electric charge. So you got to make sure that you have it plugged in on a regular basis. Always Elon Musk uh, talk just about every week on Tech Talk because there's always something going on. I was surprised you would tell me that this guy doesn't even draw a salary. No. How does no. he put food on the table? Well, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I'm, I, I wrote a blog. I'm going to be posting it. And I actually, I have to say this. He doesn't have to take a salary at the moment. We yeah. know he did well with PayPal. In oh, case yeah. you didn't know, Elon Musk was the inventor of PayPal. And he sold it and did very well. And he's taken that money and kind of invested it in a lot of other products. Right now, he doesn't pull a salary. And he's got two things on the fence right now. One is if Tesla is successful in everything it does... He's going to be probably the richest man in the universe from Mars all the way to Canada. No doubt on that. Number two is if he doesn't uh, succeed, he's going to lose everything. <laughs> he's going to become that, well, he tried, but you know what? Uh, it was a good shot. Um, it all looks positive. And he's been doing a lot of things right now. The Boring Company is something he started. And it was more of a, this is where I kind of find encouraging for us to start small business uh, Elon Musk started this little side project called The Boring Company, made like 700000 on on selling baseball caps. He just sold out all of his flamethrowers. And <laughs> yes, I said that, flamethrowers. Uh, 20000 sold online, sold them out, and he raised over $10 million in less than a month. And now all this money is going to charity. I'll get into that down the road. But... Wouldn't that be interesting, Bill, if we actually put our politicians to accountability and said, you know what, we're going to pay you double your salary as long as you achieve all of the item list that we expect you while you're in office. And if you don't, you and get if, nada. And if you don't, you get nothing. You got four years, and at the end of the four years, you've accomplished everything we voted for you to do. You'll get your full, uh, full salary, full pension. You'll get it all. But if you don't perform, you're done. Now that is the difference between private and public sector. But the, the, re <laughs> the rewards are, are endless when you really take a look at it. So, yeah, I throw that one out to any politician. Listen, i got to get an update on something from you. You talked to us a few uh, weeks ago, I guess it was now, but uh, this, this Chinese company, this uh, Chinese phone. Yes, Huawei. Uh, and, and it was dirt cheap, and I thought, oh, this is going to modernize everything. Yeah. Uh, Verizon and AT&T have dropped this like a bad habit. This is this is huge. And yeah. I don't think anyone's really picking up on it too much other than, a, oh, okay, they're not going to carry this phone. What makes this so important, and, and I'm going to go back in history and business for a moment, Huawei is the one that actually took all the patent secrets from a company that was very successful called Nortel. I don't know if anybody remembers that company. It was in Ottawa. It was a phenomenal operation. Had For a while. Thousands of, <laughs> of people. Anyway, a lot of the products have been stolen and actually were taken by Huawei. Huawei is a Chinese company. They are actually second in the world as the largest phone company, if you really want to look at the, the whole picture. And Verizon and AT&T have officially announced they've dropped the Mate 10. And this is just the stepping stone. So the U.S. market is where you want to be. I mean, as much as you could have India and you could have China and other everywhere else, the whole, uh, by percentage mark, the U.S. is a success when you can actually get into the market. Sure. Huawei is not going to be sold in the U.S., and you need a carrier to support you when you're in the U.S. to get distribution. And that's pretty big because that's a big sign of what I think we can expect to see in the U.S. in regards to technology, is that 
all of these things we're hearing with what Trump's doing and all these rules that are coming in, it's going to play a very big role when it comes to technology in that country. And starting with Huawei, meaning the claim is that the Chinese are using their phones as, you know, spy uh, products. Uh, I find that interesting because, you know, we don't have any Russian phones right now. I can see that one being the problem. But, you know, they're, they're claiming that uh, China has a, a, a deep desire to penetrate uh, state secrets in the United States. Well, it goes beyond that because I think I've told you, uh, I've talked to some folks, some industry people uh, in various industries. That's right, yeah. Auto sector and others that uh, that tell me that, and I hate to paint everybody with one brush and enter <laughs> generalizations, sure. but they're very wary of, of Chinese competitors, shall we say, yep. stealing secrets. Yeah, it is a big issue. Absolutely. It's a, bi- it's a big issue. In regards to, you know, and, and this goes in. I, my, have, I have a friend of mine for the auto industry that went yeah. over there on a, on a business trip, and he said, just keep your briefcase locked. That's right. And don't, don't click, say click, too click, much. Click. Yeah. <laughs> don't say too much and keep it to yourself. Well, the bottom line is you won't, Huawei is available in Canada. You will not be able to probably use this phone in the U.S. So when we talk about international travel, that's probably going to be one of the phones you may not be able to use down there. Uh Uber is is starting to gain headlines now. They're getting into the bike business. They're now? getting into bike. Bi- you know what? I thought this was big because Hamilton, in my opinion, is is been great in regards to the Sobe yeah, bikes. Great program. Great program. You can you know sign up, uh, subscribe, get it one off. You get on a Sobe bike, off you go. You find a rack. You, you kind of uh, you know change your 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 bike. Well, Uber has just announced they're testing it in San Francisco. And I always like when they say we're testing because usually that means within less than a year it's in every city across the United States and into Canada. But this one's a little different, but they're going to have a very similar model. It's going to be set up like Sobe, where you'll be able to see a bike rack and attached will be uh, bicycles that will be pedal powered and will have the ability to have a uh, electric power. So you'll be able to now, if you don't feel like pedaling, you can now get an electric bike and be able to actually use that similar to what we have in the city of Hamilton, except it will be Uber. And uh, so if you're looking for something that maybe that's going to, who knows, competition's always good. You might be able to choose between you, Uber bike or uh, Sobe in Hamilton. I was talking with our friend uh, Dr. Nick Bottas earlier this week. He was on the show and uh, he was talking to us about cryptocurrency. Yeah. Uh, boy, it's what a roller coaster ride it's been on. You know what? This is just one of those, uh, you know, I, I hate to say this, makes me feel a little good, you know, in regards to the Bitcoin dropping. I, you know, yeah. my story is that I, uh, I, I had the opportunity many times in my past. However, the reason why it's dropping, and I said this before on the show, is the cost to actually spend your Bitcoin, your your cryptocurrency, is that it, it's, it's just ridiculous. So if you wanted to buy a cup of coffee for a $2 purchase using your Bitcoin right now, it will cost you $50 to $100 in transfer fees. So it's got no value when it comes to that. The other big issue and why it's dropping specifically, and I'm sure uh, uh, Nick <coughs> Bontes would be able to speak a little more in depth to that, on uh, my opinion and what I can see is it's not secure enough. There's not enough validity that it's been a, uh, an accepted norm. And what I mean by that is we've seen it in January where uh, two new cryptocurrencies came out, one in Japan, uh, another one in, in the U.S., claiming to be the value of the U.S. dollar, and they both got hacked. In less than a month, they got hacked. $400 million worth of value of this cryptocurrency is instantly now vulnerable. It's it's just not there yet. So I get a lot of questions when, you know, I get random emails uh, for listeners. Uh, and thank you. I'm happy to answer any questions. But just so you know, yes, cryptocurrency is a very volatile state right now. It hasn't been solidified. Bitcoin is the most uh, uh, solid as far as currency safe. The problem with Bitcoin is exactly what I said. What good is happening? 
having money when it's going to cost you three times to quadruple the amount when you have to buy something in transfer uh, and broker fees. Yeah, a little bit of time left. Uh, we always try to give a consumer tip here, like a hot set me want to buy. Uh, I'm thinking not too many folks are going to jump on with the Jaguar SUV. It might be a little pricey. <laughs> but what about smart socks? Well, you know what? That We've talked about a lot of smart products. I thought this was amazing. Smart socks are available. And you know what? The Around the Bay Road Race was coming up. So yeah, I, yeah. I thought this was very, very much key to that. And uh, the, the key thing about this is that the, now there's a smart sock. Great for runners. It actually will connect to your app. And what I love about this is it actually will tell you where you're running and what you need to do to improve. Are you running too much in your heel? Are you... Are you're running too much on the right. It actually will give you advice to say, you keep running that way, you're going to start to feel pains in your shins and your back calf area. So the smart sock is available. You can now purchase it. It gives you all of the data you need about running speed and improve- it even coaches you. It has a Bluetooth device that says you can go faster. Your heart rate's at this pace. You can now move up a little faster, give a little push, time to sprint, get that last push out. So anyone doing the around the bay road race in Hamilton, you may want to get some smart socks. However, However, they do not claim how you can clean them, and that's a big issue in my opinion. So, on that note, I'll, I'll say, you know, buy your smart socks with care. They're so smart they'd find their mate when they go in the laundry too. Where's my other smart sock? I don't know. The electronics and water, just yeah. I don't know. It doesn't seem to work. That's not going to happen. Tech Talk. We do this every Friday, eleven thirty-five. Uh, brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Bill. Talk to you soon. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.